0: morning we are here it is Saturday and you have reached 1600 a.m.
1: Yes we've finally gotten there.
0: <laughs> yes sir abq.fm and rockoftalk.chat we are here with Life Imagined and Dr. Summers to take your calls we have a live call-in show today you are listening live and our number to call us is 505-266-1600 505-266-1600. Good afternoon, Doctor. How's it going?
1: Yes, Eric Prevecchio. It's a beautiful Saturday right here from the Kiva. And we is loaded for bear, but this is the time on the live show when we allow the audience to kidnap the show with their topics. It's kind of cool. What is that number again? That
0: number again to call us is 505 266
1: 1600. Yeah, and if we uh, have time, we're going to get to a few quotes and quips and some health hacks and diabetes and talk about Prozac, the wonder drug. And oh, as always, the COVID-19 update. And then some history you're not supposed to know, a little bit. Well, this is Black History Month. Did you know that? I have heard that. Yeah, and we wanted to get capitalism from the black point of view, so I included a little piece on that for the show. And then finally, touch on some common problems, metaragia and uh, sinusitis. Uh, Hopefully we can get to those health hack tips, and uh, we're all ready to go. But let's start with a few quips and quotes. And let's start with what is hyperinflation? I took a trip to the grocery store this week and boy, I'm still reeling from sticker shock. It was just outrageous. I mean, not a five or 10% hike, almost double the price on many items. Oh boy, yeah, easy. Very, very scary. And uh, you know, that's scary for me. I can imagine poor people trying to survive on their social security check. So the question is what is hyperinflation? Well, it's the dramatic process of an established currency, say the dollar, losing its usefulness as money. Prices rise rapidly and uncontrollably as a result of excessive money printing. Are we printing money? Well,
0: like like
1: like it's going out of style. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm afraid it might be going out of style. And that leads leads to a loss of confidence in the currency. And we've seen it over and over again. Uh, The case in mind is in the late uh, 1700s, the French king, the French monarchy, uh, Louis XVI, was advised by an English gentleman to just simply turn on the printing presses and solve all of his debt problems. <laughs> and this resulted in the king losing his head in the French Revolution.
0: Always causes more problems.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, so, uh, and it happened in Zimbabwe. I mean, it, and it's been ridiculous in places like Argentina and many places in South America. And we're beginning to see it happen. I witnessed it by a trip to the grocery store this week, folks. And that's a maybe a topic to chat about and. All I got to say to Washington, D.C. is, hey, Joe, inflation is taxation without representation. It sure is. And we had that problem back in the 1700s, and it was interesting how that came out. But we have a lesson from our Canadian truckers this week, and that is it is better to fight for something than to live for nothing. A quote from General George S. Patton, the commander of the Third Army in France and Germany at the end of World War II. It is better to fight for something than to live for nothing. Well, Eric, in these troubled times, remember, fear is a reaction, but courage is a decision. Amen. Always make the right decisions, folks. Well, the purpose of our show here is to educate you, the listener, and we thank you for listening in today and empower you in things medical, you know, ways to solve problems at home without having to go to that urgent care, right And uh, you know things you can do to augment what's going on with your health care provider. Eric, let's talk about memory revitalizer. Yes, Sarah, I'll let you take it away. That's one of the ways that
0: we empower you is with Dr. Summer's very own memory revitalizer. And you'll be able to find it at the Share and Care Pharmacy in Berlin, Duran Central Pharmacy, Sam's Regent Pharmacy, Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, the Evergreen Mergel, Mer, Herbal Market. That in, is a mouthful. <laughs> Say it three times Evergreen, fast. <laughs> Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho. Also at Moses Country Store on Fourth Street, the Village Apothecary in Cedar Crest, Care Drug in Aztec, New Mexico, Sierra Blanca Pharmacy in Ruidoso, and Addison
1: Drug in Fort Sumner, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, Doctor? absolutely. All right. And if you're over in the Phoenix area, there's a place called the Healthy Habit Store on Seventh Street, downtown Phoenix, which carries memory revitalizer.
0: And you'll also always be able to find it at memoryrevitalizer.net, lifelink.com, and always order direct at 800-606-0192,
1: 800-606-0192. If you seek it, you will find it. All right, yeah, it's <laughs> out there.
0: Just go take a look.
1: Anyway, wanted to put in a quick plug for Albuquerque Neuroscience again today. And that is our very homeowned owned private uh, drug development uh, research uh, institute over there on hospital loop uh, behind the women's hospital. Their telephone number is 505-848-3773. And they're closing out a depression study looking for people between 18 and 75 with mild to moderate to severe depression. They're testing out a new and very active antidepressant against placebo, and that study is going to be open for a couple of more weeks, probably closed down at the end of March. So if you have that problem or have a friend with that problem, have them give a call to 505-848-3773. And, of course, a major... Uh, mission of the Albuquerque Neuroscience is to see what we can do to stomp out Alzheimer's disease. And there are two studies uh, developing two separate drugs that have, I think, great promise to help folks with Alzheimer's. But if you have poor memory uh, for greater than six months and you have a caregiver willing to participate and you worry about could this be Alzheimer's, There are two excellent studies over there where they do a complete workup at no cost to you, and they use the latest and the greatest means to make diagnosis by blood tests and uh, various types of radiographic scans, so if nothing else, you get the premier best workup in the state of New Mexico to answer a question, could this be Alzheimer's disease? Anyway, call Albuquerque Neuroscience at 505-848-3773. Eric, let's announce that we are a call-in show All right,
0: that's right. While we're waiting for some calls, we we want to give out the number one more time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Line up some calls for us. It's 505-266-1600, 505-266-1600. Call us with your questions for the doctor. And while we're waiting for some calls, doctor, how about some health hack?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about diabetes. Yep, diabetes is very common. Actually, about 1 in 10 Americans have diabetes. Of that, 8% know about it, and 2% of those folks are unaware that they have diabetes because they haven't tested. Well, folks, if you are a little chubby and... You have a little bit of a Krispy uh, Kreme addiction like yours truly. Every once in a while, probably once a year, or every two years, you need to check in and do a hemoglobin A1C, which looks at your average blood sugar over several months, and see if you are at risk for diabetes. A lot of folks test in the high range there, and that is a thing called pre diabetes. About 3 out of 10 Americans are pre-diabetic, whereas 1 out of 10 actually have known diabetes. And let's look at it on epochs. If you are 45 to 64 years of age, there you have about a 4 in 10 chance of having pre-diabetes. And if you make moves in diet and exercise, maybe you can hold off that day when it crosses the line into diabetes and all of the complications that come with it and if you're 65 or older it is approaching only 50 percent almost 50 percent of those folks 65 and older are pre-diabetic so uh get over to your health care provider and ask him hey what was my hemoglobin a1c now, notice that men actually are probably almost twice as uh, likely to get diabetes than women, and that's probably because us men, we just don't listen to our docs as much as the women do. I think the secret of women living longer than men is they listen to their doctors and follow instructions. That might very well be that That, that could be the answer. But in terms of diabetes there are some hacks that one can do and the one I want to bring to your attention today is cinnamon. Simple cinnamon. It contains a flavonoid called methyl polymer or MHCP for short. And what that polymer MHCP and cinnamon does is it mimics insulin activity. Actually If you're on insulin and a diabetic, add some cinnamon to your diet because it'll work synergistically with your prescription insulin. The MHCP dose is about a quarter of a teaspoon to a full teaspoon of cinnamon a day. And that helps stave off type 2 diabetes in those folks who are pre-diabetic. So if your test comes back, showing you dancing on the border of diabetes, add cinnamon to your diet. You can actually buy it as a capsule at your health food store. Or uh, you can actually make some for home use. Buy some cinnamon at the grocery store if it's still affordable. Get some cinnamon sticks and toss in some ground cinnamon. Boil it in water. And, uh, you know, take the uh, sticks at the bottom of the boiling uh, pot and keep the fluid because it turns out that the MHCP, that's the methyl calcone polymer, is actually uh, water soluble and comes off in the water. So you boil up some cinnamon, take off the water and drink some of that every day and that will help you with your diabetes well here's another herb that's helpful and that's burbine and that is an herb that at 500 milligrams twice a day acts like a drug used for diabetes called metformin it improves the regulation of your sugar metabolism and it actually decreases the resistance to your natural insulin And it turns out that bourbon also is a way to lose weight. So if you need to lose weight, think about taking a little bourbon 500 milligrams twice a day for about three months. Typically, people who do that will just, without changing much of anything else, will lose five to ten pounds over a three-month period of time. It works by increasing insulin sensitivity and uh, it increases uh, AMP-activated protein kinase, uh, a, a, an enzyme that we're all so familiar with, the AMPK. In other words, there's a drug that we use in prescription medicine called Actos, and your burbine acts very much like Actos in that it improves the number of insulin receptors on your cell ready to burn the, ins- the uh, glucose, that's uh, the sugar that's floating around in your system. Additionally, the berberine increases a thing called Incarins, which come out of the stomach and the intestine, and specifically increases a chemical called GLP-1, or glucagon-like peptide 1, which helps with suppression of the appetite and weight loss. So berberine you might look for that at a health food store. Don't look for it in your pharmacy. A uh, real pharmacist uh, won't get involved with that. Well,
0: all right. Well, do done. we
1: have any callers? We
0: sure do. We have a couple of unscreened callers.
1: Are you fabulous? Ready? Let's go for it. All right, ready to be the pirate who kidnaps the show. Who do we have today? Uh, Caller, you're uh, on the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, Good afternoon. Are
2: you? Is it me? Yes,
1: yes it's you.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I have a question regarding let will see, let me get the radio down, sorry.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, please turn the radio heart, down in the background. Heart disease. Heart disease, so when, a, a favorite yeah, topic.
2: Okay, so uh, the, the commonly done, performed test called the calcium score. Yes. Uh, if a person has a, a calcium score of concern uh, and you want to address that, do something about it, is there anything you can do to reduce the buildup of calcium or plaque or whatever it's called specifically in and around the heart and those heart muscles.
1: Yeah, one gets this visual uh, image of a, uh, almost a uh, uh, casket that's surrounding your heart, but actually where that calcium is is it's in the blood vessels in coming out of the heart in the arteries and also, um, Well, mostly in the arteries, in the chest, and in the abdomen. And the calcium deposits where the uh, cholesterol plaques are, and those are actually active inflammatory sites. Um, And if you are buying into the statin uh, myth, if you uh, (laughs) carefully take your statin for 10 years, the number is you reduce stroke and heart attack by 4%. I have challenged uh, my pharmaceutical friends saying, find me a paper that shows that a statin used after the age of 65 buys you one more day of life. So far, nobody's been able to meet my challenge. And so if you take those statins, you reduce stroke and heart attack by 4%, but let me give you a cheaper way that's under your control, and that is if you take vitamin C, about 2,000 milligrams for breakfast and two thousand more milligrams around dinner time twice a day. And if you add L proline, about five hundred milligrams twice a day, that's an amino acid. And L lysine, a very common amino acid available even in your drugstore, five hundred milligrams twice a day. You will in a year to year and a half's time reduce stroke and heart attack by fifty percent, five zero versus four percent. A little more impressive and a heck of a lot safer. I hope that answers your question, sir.
2: So the first one was L-proline?
1: Yeah, Uh, P-R-O-L-I-N-E. We make a little bit of proline, but the best thing to do is to provide the proline from the outside world. Okay. Um, But uh, proline is a byproduct of uh, metabolism of an amino acid, ornithine. Uh, okay. which happens in places like the retina and the eye. And we make a little bit of it, but not enough. If you take the okay. proline and the lysine you and the vitamin C, you reconstruct all of the collagen in your body over that period of a year or so. And that retools your arteries.
2: Nice. I get it. So in conjunction with that, <clears throat> overall health of the heart, cardiovascular area, Uh, supplementation or diet that would help this along? Uh, Is there a recommendation, you know, like avoid this or be sure you eat that? Is is there anything that goes with that regarding diet that makes it even better?
1: Well, there are all kinds of theories. Uh, Of course, in the um, alternative health world, people like to tout uh, L-carnitine. Uh, which is, again, another amino acid that uh, is apparently quite helpful to the heart. But we've discovered about 15 years ago that there are these things called cardiocytes. And what they are is embryonic cardiac cells that theoretically could replace heart cells that have been lost in a heart attack. So far, we've not figured out a way to turn that... uh, that switch on and make embryonic heart cells replace damage from heart attacks. But I think okay. that that will be coming in the future.
2: So people have uh, communicated in blogs, et cetera, oh, I need to rotor rooter my veins and arteries. Uh, is is this uh, protocol of vitamin C, proline, lysine?
1: Yeah that, actually, that yeah, that was thought up by uh, Linus Pauling. And okay. it, that's what it does. And Pauline, I don't think, was wrong.
2: Okay. Wow. So kind of you to share your knowledge. This is, wow. And thank you cheap. very much.
1: The beauty of it is it's inexpensive and it's safe and it's under your control. You just go yes, buy sir. it. You make a decision and go buy it. And do thank, it. Thank you for your call, sir. Thank you. Bye. Yes, sir.
0: All right caller you're on the kiva with dr Summers. is
2: it me
1: yes sir hi dr Summers. it's your chance uh, to pirate the show <laughs> to take us in directions unknown <laughs> oh yeah uh, where no caller has right. gone before pardon me <laughs> to take us in new directions where no caller has gone before you're on yeah, how can the i help you of, of the starship uh i'm wondering what you make of some of these Death anomalies
2: that are being reported. I saw a report of uh, a 40% increase in the 18 to 64 demographic reported by an insurance CEO who have the actuarial tables to notice such events. And apparently they said a 10% increase over a one year period. This is all post pandemic, this is post pandemic, post vaccine, uh, would be a 200 year anomaly. As opposed to a 40% increase that they saw in the past year. And then I heard a report this morning that uh, some morticians are reporting massive clotting, like in the femoral artery, on heart attack patients. And it, it's, I guess, they go to uh, do the embalming process or something and find a complete uh, clog, you know, a, a sludge or whatever and I was wondering if that could relate to some of these clotting problems that seem to be vaccine-related. Have you heard any of this stuff? Does it mean anything, or am I just uh, just being a
1: I think that you have unleashed the heat-seeking suppository of truth. Way to go. Oh. <laughs> Should I repeat that? The heat-seeking no, suppository I mean, it's of truth. No, I planted firmly where uh, yeah. <laughs> it needs to be. <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, you know, there was a uh, number of uh, attempts to try to get the truth out of the uh, uh, FDA and out of Pfizer by FOIA's uh, Freedom of Information Act. And in the first three months after the Pfizer shot was released, over 150,000 SAEs, that's uh, Serious adverse events from the shots uh, came in in the very first three months of use. That's roughly 150 times that of smallpox vaccines. As a matter of fact, this whole class of vaccines are the most dangerous things uh, that have been unleashed on the public in the history of vaccines. Um, I've seen report after report after report that uh, these things are not benign. And one has to be cautious and think through carefully and talk with your health care provider before drinking the Kool-Aid and taking these, uh, these somewhat dangerous shots. You know, uh, it is said that the COVID vaccine mandate could cause British National Health Service to lose 6% of their workforce or 80,000 workers in Britain because... They have seen so much problems with the vaccines that the health workers have refused. We have that same problem in this country. Many of our most skilled physicians and nurses are saying, no, we're not going to have a shot. I ran into a football player yesterday who uh, actually plays for a local team here who is refusing to get vaccinated. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that one needs to think it through, and I think one needs to insist that they start reporting the truth on the serious (laughs) adverse events on these injections before they keep pushing them. Anyway, my thoughts on the thing, and thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate your helping us out here. And you you did indeed uh, hijack the show. It's a wonderful topic. Thank you. Okay, moving on.
0: All right, we've got it. We've got empty lines. Give us a call, and we'll line you up for the doctor. It's 505-266-1600. Live call-in show today, Saturday, February 19th.
1: Well, we sort of stumbled into the COVID uh, update. Yeah, and I wanted do- to you know, point out that uh, things are looking strange in Canada. There's a Dr. Mel Bruchhart, who is an 81-year-old retired family physician in British Columbia, who was taken from his home in handcuffs and detained in a psychiatric hospital and forcibly medicated with antipsychotics because he, uh, you know, actually pointed out that there's been a marked increase in stillbirths in British Columbia in COVID-vaccinated mothers.
0: Horrific. I can hardly believe this.
1: and because he spoke out about that and he also spoke out about blocking ivermectin the canadian government snatched him up stuck him in a psychiatric hospital and injected him with antipsychotics as if he were some form of schizophrenics last time i heard of this stuff happening it was the soviet union
0: yeah that's right you know even this week some of my best friends were making fun of people that they knew that were taking ivermectin and it's it's taken on a it's taking a turn for the worse, I think.
1: Yeah, and here in the United States, I wanted to point out again that um, we have a Dr. Merrill J. Nass who used to practice in the state of Maine and actually was busy treating people with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, until the state of Maine uh, put a hold on her medical license and accused her. Of putting people in jeopardy because she was spreading untruths about uh, COVID-19. Remarkable. Talk uh, about thought police, huh? Yeah, I mean, we're in the, the Department of Pre-Crime is not far behind. <laughs> time for the minority opinion, I believe. Insanity. Okay, well, callers. Uh, no callers at
0: this time. You can well, give let me, us a call at 505 266 1600 and get your question and try and stump the doctor here dr summers
1: yeah let's babble on a little bit there was a nice article that a listener from north carolina sent in to me and uh it was entitled serotonin depression and aggression the problem of brain energy and it's at a blog ray pete r-a-y-p-e-a-t dot com And it's a nice review of antidepressants in general, but it puts a focus on Prozac the wonder drug. Uh, Prozac the wonder drug came out in 1987. And uh, it was uh, the research that put it over the top through the FDA, a lot of that work was done by a private research institute headed by Dr. John Feiner, uh, a gentleman of my acquaintance. And I was rather proud to know him and that he was the person that pushed this forward. But in Germany in 1987, the German equivalent of the FDA refused to uh, give approval to Prozac because they noticed a five-fold higher rate of suicide in people on Prozac. And in the FDA, they didn't make no such notification. Now, I started using it in the spring of 88 because uh, John had done the work, and I thought, well, okay, this is a whole new class of antidepressant, said to be quite active. Let's get using it. So I prescribed it for a number of patients. I had a very large practice at the time, about a 1,000 patients, and within about three to four months, I had two suicides. and. My patients just don't have permission for me to do stuff like that. I was pretty upset when I walked through the details of those uh, two unfortunate events. And I wrote the company, which uh, the company was called Dista. It's a subdivision of Lilly. And the company, in response in the spring of uh, 88, sent out three gentlemen in suits to talk to me. Two of them were attorneys. The other one was a businessman to sit down in my office and tell me that I, a physician, did not know what I was looking at. Really? And the uh, veiled uh, threat was if I should continue talking this way, I might be facing some legal action from these gentlemen and their company. Unbelievable. My response was I stopped writing for Prozac really until the mid-late 90s. Uh, almost 10 years and by that time because I'd seen it in others who came to me I figured out what the Prozac did or at least my opinion about it and Prozac actually uh, gives it has two fluorides built into the molecule which makes it very active and what it does is it energizes people and it makes them impulsive they suddenly do something they would never think of It's like the story of the person who went to the Christmas uh, office party and after a few drinks suddenly decides to do a striptease thing in front of the boss and everybody. That's kind of poor judgment. But it disinhibited, the drinks disinhibited this person. In the same token, Prozac seems to disinhibit people. So if you know that's what it does and you warn people, Hey, if you suddenly get the urge to do something silly, for example, you're driving to work here in Albuquerque and it's a Monday morning. You say, you know, I'd like to be in Vegas. And you just keep driving till you get to Vegas. It may be a side effect of Prozac. Okay. And maybe you should pick up the phone and call me before you decide it's a really good idea to leave the planet. All right, yeah. And since I uh, discovered that, I've had no further losses of suicide to Prozac or Prozac-like drugs. The industry actually came around to admitting that these drugs do increase suicidal thought process, uh, about uh, two or three uh, variations of the SSRIs into it, a uh, drug called Paxil. Uh, but I think most docs are aware that it is a risk these days, and I was just thought it'd be important public service to get it out there. It right? is. We appreciate just to get it, my doctor. story out there.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, any callers? Yes, here? sir. We got a couple of calls, but all in, right, let's do it. All right. Caller, you're on the Kiva with Doctor Summers.
2: Hi, Doctor Summers. This is Rick.
0: Hi, Rick. I How quit. are you? It
2: is. Hi. You know. Uh, we have the vaccine mandate for medical workers here. And I, I know a young, highly paid medical worker that will have to decide to take the booster or the job. And my question is, which I've never heard on any show, or is there anything like an antihistamine or even the COVID treatments that somebody can take to mitigate the risks of the vaccine itself? Not the COVID infection. And do you think the second question is that Das Führer, Governor Grisham, will get rid of the vaccine mandate?
1: The dreaded Marxist, Wuhan Grisham? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to answer your question, I have two suggestions for folks who've unfortunately taken the vaccine And the first is that they simply take an adult aspirin twice a week. And I generally suggest Sunday and Thursday. Now the logic behind that is one single adult aspirin will basically immobilize your platelets for four days, which is the uh, lifespan of a platelet. You replace your platelets in your body about every four days. So if you hit it on a Sunday and a Monday, you've uh, significantly decreased the ability to have abnormal clots. To that, I frequently add, add garlic. Uh, simple garlic is Mother Nature's form of aspirin. It uh, actually improves cardiovascular health quite significantly in studies done by the Japanese company that uh, makes kaiolic, and that company is called Wakanaga. It's a very honorable Japanese company that shows that garlic is really very good to, as a prophylactic for cardiovascular issues. But back on to these uh, various vaccine exemptions. I want people to know that if they claimed a religious exemption for COVID vaccine, that your government is keeping a list. Some 25 federal agencies are actively tracking religious exemption requests from employees of the federal agencies, along with any contractors, consultants, and volunteers associated with them. Were you aware of that, sir? No. Rick, we are in troubled times.
0: That sounds straight out of the Soviet era also.
1: Yeah. Strange things are afoot. I'm afraid, Rick. I hope that answers your question. I think we need to. Well, it does. And
2: just let me add. Am I still on? Yes, sir. Uh, This person recovered. He he had a bad reaction to the booster, but he recovered. It was just like a bad sore throat and a cold. But his wife, who will quit her job if she's has to take the vaccine again, because. She took the booster, and she has some sort of immune disease. I don't know what it was, but whatever medication she was on for the past two to three years totally eradicated it. She was totally normal. But as soon as she took that booster, it came back hot. And it was symptoms were like her skin was burning up, and she had to go on really high steroids. And this is a couple months ago, and it still hasn't abated. I just wanted to add that
1: good thank you for your input we i think the audience needs to hear these things we appreciate your listening and your call sir thank you you. all right caller you're on the kiva
0: with dr summers
1: hello Hello. yeah good afternoon yes you're on sir am i on yes sir
3: dr summers can i also take ginger cinnamon and uh, apple cider vinegar, and turmeric, uh, all for uh, reducing the blood sugar.
1: Yeah, all of those are recommended, the mechanism of action of cinnamon we went through. Ginger is a very interesting compound. Uh, How did you come to the thought of taking ginger for uh, pre-diabetes?
3: I just went online and was browsing around.
1: Okay. Yeah, I typically think of ginger as what we call a comedy. It uh, really settles the stomach down, which is why it's a component of ginger ale. Uh, But ginger, if you follow the metabolism of it, after a couple of weeks of taking ginger on a routine basis as a uh, supplement, say 500 milligram capsule, it gets metabolized to something that is quite akin to Motrin, except for it's much safer than Motrin. In fact, uh, in my patients, oftentimes, in my patients with arthritis, I will augment their uh, arthritis drugs by adding ginger. And it protects the stomach and uh, protects the kidneys as well from some of these medicines used to control pain. Uh, But as an anti-diabetic, I'll have to do my little research on that. Thank you for the suggestion, sir.
3: Okay, thank you.
1: All
0: right. Caller, you are on the Kiva with Dr. Summers.
2: Okay, maybe I'm up now.
0: (laughs) That's you. That's you, sir.
2: Uh, I uh, have a little different... uh, I fell face first uh, on the sidewalk uh, about five weeks ago, and I had... uh, a really, really pronounced, uh, uh, swelling on the forehead and the, uh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. I, but anyhow, uh, the, uh,
1: have you got your radio on, sir?
2: I've got it on, but it's not turned up.
1: Uh, well, please, uh, click it off. Okay. We're, we're getting some interference with the call. Okay. Yeah. I you. Ask your question again, sir, please.
2: I took a, a good, a good fall. Yes, sir. A good fall about five weeks ago. My 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 voice is coming back at me. I turned my radio off. Thank you. Uh, but it, it's coming back at me. It sounds like an echo or something. Um. Anyhow, I had this really bad fall. There was severe swelling on my forehead, and I immediately started icing it. By the next morning, the, the swelling was almost gone.
1: Excellent. But
2: the third morning, I had really awful black eye. Okay. And I've, I've been working on getting rid of those for five weeks now, and I still have pretty good circles in one eye and a little bit under the other eye. And I was wondering if there's any uh, solutions
1: for that. <laughs> well, I, all right. Uh, first thing is that swelling on the forehead was actually a hemorrhage. In other words, it was blood underneath correct. there. Correct. And gravity is going to move that blood downward and what it's going to do is move it past the uh, ocular orbit in other words your eye and create the black eye impression and as time goes by it'll go from a deep uh, reddish purple to sort of a yellowish hue and the colors will change. If you go online and you look at uh, uh, colors of bruises you'll find you can almost time Uh, how long ago a bruise occurred from the color of the bruise. And the the blood will always follow gravity, so it might actually even get down to your cheek. The answer is arnica oil. Arnica oil. And that's available at most health food stores. And what you do is you rub that on the uh, bruise a couple of times a day. It helps break up the uh, bruise into its basic hemoglobin, and send that hemoglobin back to the bone marrow to recycle and make more red cells, sir. I hope that helps. Okay. Well,
2: I've, been, I've been taking Arnica tablets.
1: No, no, Arnica tablets won't help. What you need okay. is Arnica oil applied okay. locally to the skin. Well, All right. great. Thank you for Thank the you chance to clarify that. Okay, moving on.
0: Another call, doctor? Yes, sir. Caller, you're on the Kiva with Dr. Summers.
1: Thank you, Eric. Hi, I,
4: I had a question about migraines.
1: Oh my goodness, that's enough to give me a headache. But charge forward, sir.
4: <laughs> okay, I get uh, I get migraines um, about every month or month and a half, um, n- normally, and it's a migraine with aura. And it's you know I, I take some some pills for it to help abort it, but more recently I've been getting. Uh, more migraines almost twice a week now i'm just wondering if you might have any insight on what could be causing that
1: well first i would stop watching cnn sir okay (laughs) (laughs) quite seriously you don't want to be upset um in terms of prevention of migraines two useful drugs in my opinion are First off, any of the tricyclic antidepressants uh, that you can use as a sleep aid at night, for example, doxepin or amitriptyline in a small dose will actually help in terms of migraine prevention. But another trick we use is the drug called propranolol, which is a beta blocker. Are you familiar with that at all? No, I haven't heard of that. It actually is a uh, a beta blocker. It's initially thought of as a cardiac drug, but uh, taken in small quantity, 20 to 40 milligrams twice a day, it's a pretty effective migraine preventative, which makes sense. If you slow down the heart rate and sort of calm down the vascular system and block a little bit of the adrenaline running around after you watch the evening news, uh, it probably uh, is pretty logical they would be helpful so I, I hope that uh, you can maybe talk to whoever your provider is and see if uh, they would be willing to give that a whirl because yeah. prevention is always better than trying to treat something once it's occurred sir are, are these um,
4: are these drugs something I can still take with my abortive medications
1: yeah absolutely and um, yeah. Again, it doesn't. You you use lower doses, so toxicity is uh, pretty minimal. And the whole idea is to prevent the migraine because a migraine at the level of a uh, couple of times a month has got to be disruptive to your life. Okay, yeah. I hope that helps, sir. I think we should. We're going to have to move on. Appreciate your okay. call, and I appreciate your you listening.
5: Yeah.
0: All right, caller, you're on the Kiva with Doctor Summers.
5: Yes, hello, doctor.
0: Oh, uh,
1: good afternoon.
5: Hi. Um, my name is Phyllis, and I just want to throw out right away out there that you recently helped my husband and I, and he and I will forever be grateful to you for that. So we really appreciate your show, and we listen to it whenever we get a chance, which is almost every Saturday.
1: Oh, my. So, <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: but when you were talking about Prozac, it just... Uh, made me think about my sister-in-law, who has been suffering from uh, hot flashes for quite a number of years, and she hasn't been able to get any relief, but uh, one of the things that they prescribed to her, and I can't tell you what what it was, but it was a um, drug that um, also had some horrible side effects, and one of the things she mentioned to me is that it was also given to people who um, were psychotic and had... Suicidal attempts. So I just wanted to know if uh, maybe I could pass on some uh, over the counter suggestions, maybe that you might have that you've seen some success with.
1: Yeah, and, and the problem is what, again, for your sister? What symptoms well, does she have? Let me put it that way.
5: One of the things is that she's suffering from um, uh, hot flashes.
1: Yeah. Okay, night sweats as well, perhaps? Yes, uh uh-huh. Mood swings, perhaps?
5: Uh, She hasn't mentioned mood swings, but she just has horrific night sweats and where they interfere with her sleep, and of course, during the day, and just, you know, almost 24-7.
1: Yeah, and Prozac and Prozac-like drugs have been used for these uh, postmenopausal issues, and if you look at the chemistry of that, what happens is it increases the brain concentration of allopragnenolone, which basically increases the amount of progesterone in the brain. So, uh, in my patients, what I do to solve that problem is I give them nocturnal progesterone, uh, which is pretty much when the brain makes it anyway. And the progesterone will break that sort of thing up. So perhaps her physician will uh, deign to prescribe progesterone rather than Prozac, which has some unwanted side effects, whereas progesterone, it kind of acts like Mother Nature's Valium. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I hope that helps. And uh, estrogen also is quite helpful for postmenopausal issues. But that's a daytime drug.
5: Okay. Is there anything that she could... Uh, do that would be kind of um, over-the-counter or um, maybe more natural?
1: Well, there are a number of phytoestrogens, uh, Mexican yams, et cetera, et cetera, that the health food store folks can help you with. I'm not sure how effective that is versus prescription drugs, but if we're getting full-blown night sweats and uh, that sort of thing actually it almost invariably in my experience requires prescription drugs and where you want to go is the uh, bioidentical progesterone the bioidentical estrogens the ones that structurally look exactly like the ones that your body used to make Okay. okay I hope that helps well,
5: it does, and I'm going to recommend she try to get an appointment with you.
1: Well, thank you, gosh, boy, you're just flattering the heck out of me today. <laughs> okay, thank you.
0: All right, one more caller. You are on the Kiva with Dr. Summers.
3: Hi, Dr. Summers, David Olson. I'd like to get your comment on this. In, in my assessment, having paid close attention for what is years now to the numerous, uh, meaning hundreds and thousands literally, Uh, but especially the most prominent doctors uh, and medical researchers on the subject, it's clear that this mandate to get a vaccine in order to enjoy civil rights um, is on its face uh, unlawful based on the the Duke, the dubious uh background of the vaccine the recommendations against it uh and uh, the possible future side effects that has not been fully tested et cetera, et et cetera, uh balanced against the purported positive effects of it uh, what is your opinion from a medical side of it as to what might possibly be done to fight the this violation of civil rights
1: i think you're asking me a legal question <laughs> and uh I am really not qualified to answer that, but uh, taking away people's rights uh, should be resolved in courtrooms, but uh, resistance to this sort of thing, I think, is obedience to God, frankly, David.
3: Yeah, I would would agree, and and I was only asking you to comment on the as a quote-unquote expert uh, witness from the medical side, uh, if you would make any recommendations to any uh, legal or governmental people listening.
1: Yeah, uh, in my patients, I rather strongly recommend against the vaccines. And uh, as far as the God variant, um, and and I think they named it the God variant just to scare the heck out of us, but that one is benign enough that uh, you almost ought to have the equivalent of chicken pox parties. If you remember when we were kids, if one of us got chicken pox, all of the other mothers brought the other kids over to get chickenpox to get it over with. I do. And uh, because it was much safer to have chicken pox as a child as opposed to as an adult. Right. And this uh, Oh My God variant is benign enough to where you almost ought to invite all your friends over in the uh, few days after you first become symptomatic and see if you can do them the favor of giving them the Oh My God variant. Incidentally, David, I think they're going to name the next variant the Head for the Hills variant so we can sk- get scared again, right? <laughs> and then perhaps the one after that will be called Women and Children First, right? <laughs> the the yeah, Women and Children First variant. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening. And thank you for your call. I do appreciate it.
0: All right. With that being said, we want to remind you where you can get Memory Revitalizer slash Life Imagine. It's at the Sharon Care Pharmacy in Berlin, Duran's Central Pharmacy, Sam's Regent Pharmacy, Highland Pharmacy, Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, the Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho, Moses Country Store on 4th Street, The Village Apothecary in Cedar Crest, Care Drug in Aztec, New Mexico, and Sierra Blanca Pharmacy in Ruidoso, also Addison Drug in Fort Sumner. You can always find it on the internet at memoryrevitalizer.net, lifelink.com, or order direct at 1-800-606-0192. And with that being said, another number you should know is to call in to Dr. Summers. It's 505-266-1600. And it looks like we're about ready for some history you're not supposed to know, Doctor.
1: Yeah, now this is Black History Month, so I thought I would uh, talk to the topic of capitalism from the black perspective by a well-known author. And I'll just read this. Uh, This is paraphrasing out of a book that this gentleman wrote. Everyone hates something. I hated poverty. Growing up near Delray and River Rouge in inner city Detroit, and later in Roxbury section of Boston, gave me a personal view of poverty. I hated being poor. My mother believed fervently that God would keep us going. I marveled at her faith, but wished that she did not have to work so hard. And then the writer goes on to talk about an incident when he was eight years old. A neighbor offered a whole dollar in a delicious candy bar for shelling several bushels of peas. So six of his friends agreed, and four of the six worked extremely hard all day shelling peas, while two boys did virtually nothing. The neighbor then paid all six of them the same dollar and the same fancy candy bar. And the four workers protested that the two others should not have been paid the same. The author then refers to a biblical parable of Matthew, uh, chapter 20, verses 1 through 16, a wonderful parable. I would refer you to it to read it in detail. And the author concluded, it only complicates your life when you begin to worry about what everybody else is doing and how much everybody else has. I'm going to repeat that because that's a good lesson here. It only complicates your life when you begin to worry about what everybody else is doing and how much everybody else has. The author, Dr. Ben Carson, concludes capitalism is a system that works extremely well for someone who is highly motivated and very energetic. But it's not a great system for someone who is not interested in working hard or someone who has no need to contribute to the economic well-being of their community. Ben Carson from America the Beautiful. Very interesting. Good thoughts. Yes, sir. Okay, history you're not supposed to know. There are people in the black community, like Dr. Ben Carson, who rise to the top of a capitalist society with hard work and energy.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing, Doctor.
1: Okay. Ready to uh, talk Callers? about
0: Albuquerque Neuroscience again?
1: Oh, yeah. Let's plug Albuquerque Neuroscience. We've got a couple of weeks left to sign up for a depression study. Uh, you have to be 18 to 75. And uh, it is a new antidepressant being tested against placebo. But for memory difficulties and concern of possible Alzheimer's, we have two studies for people between the ages of 50 and 87. I don't know why 87. But if you've had poor memory for six months and have a caregiver, a loved one willing to help participate, it's an excellent opportunity to get a complete neurological workup, the fe- the best that uh, can be had in the country, quite frankly, and to participate in two exciting drugs that are, I think, quite possibly going to help people with Alzheimer's disease. So you give a call to 505-878-3773. That's 87- 848-3773. 848 848- 3773.
0: All right, doctor, we have time for another health hack. Let me give the number out one more time, see if we can get one more before the top of the hour. The number is 505-266-1600. And yeah, let's do another health hack, doctor.
1: Yeah, um, some women have a problem. We like to speak to problems women have with heavy menstrual bleeding. Metarage is the official term for that. Now one could opt for a surgical solution with a C, or perhaps go to a heavy duty pharmaceutical fake estrogen progesterone drug which is associated with cancer down the road. Those are two ways to stop heavy menstrual bleeding. But let me give you a, a way that uh, might be surprising. 50,000 units of vitamin A daily for 15 to 30 days, ladies, can interrupt that heavy menstrual bleeding and reset the clock of your ovaries. So if you have that problem, give that a whirl first before you go for the surgery or the fake estrogen, fake progesterone drugs. Incidentally, the pharmaceutical grade fake progesterone drugs, they start with testosterone. Is that a good thing for ladies?
0: I had no idea. I wouldn't think you know, they so. They
1: twist a molecule of testosterone to make what they call progesterone. I wouldn't think that's good for ladies. If yeah.
0: they want to keep having a menstrual cycle, maybe even ha- keep having babies, doesn't mm. seem like a good thing. Anyway, any more calls? Yes, sir. We've got one more call here. Fantastic. Okay, Caller, take it keypad. away. You're on the keyboard with Dr. Hey, Summers. Wait. Whoops. Hello.
5: Oh, hi. Can hello. you hear me?
1: Yes, ma'am. No, hello. Can you turn down your oh. radio?
5: Oh, um, I turned off my radio. Is that okay?
1: Excellent. Fantastic. I can hear okay. you much better. Thank you.
5: Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to ask about Parkinson's. Is that just something that occurs with, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but um, is there anything you can do about early stage Parkinson's?
1: You know, actually, we have some fairly good new drugs for Parkinson's. Parkinson's is a progressive neurological disease of which 60% in the end have the same memory issues as Alzheimer's patients. There's some oh. suggestion that it actually is a gut disease because the marker is Lewy bodies. And Lewy bodies first appear in the gut before they oh. appear in the brain. Uh, now, in terms of Parkinson's, there are things called MAO inhibitors that are uh, originally were marketed as antidepressants, but they've modified them to be specific for early Parkinson's. The wow. principal lesion is in the serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine system. And uh, the Canadians actually uh, came up with a solution uh, by giving cinnamet, uh, which is uh, a dopamine agonist that is absorbed orally. And it helps with the shakes that are seen in Parkinson's. And it helps with the what's called bradykinesia, the very slow reaction to everything that comes with Parkinson's. But it's still a heck of a progressive neurologic disease that we are working on and we have some better solutions today than we did 10 years ago. But uh, the future is very promising for folks with Parkinson's because after we come up with better solutions for Alzheimer's patients, we will concomitantly come up with better solutions for Parkinson's folks. But early intervention is again, a big part of it. Is
5: there any natural things? That, oh, just to, uh what for the gut, that
1: probiotics or you know, I don't think that research has been done. Um oh. now I of course am going to suggest that memory revitalizer, which is uh, brain food basically, is helpful. Okay. Uh now I can't say that too loud because FDA rules say that on the side of the bottle we have to say this stuff ain't no good for nobody, no how, no way. That's the law. <laughs> But I've uh, seen folks with, uh, in my personal experience, I am allowed to state, I've seen folks with that, who do show improvement with it. So, I do recommend it to the people in my medical practice. Thank you for oh, your okay. call and thank you for listening.
5: Thank you so much. You're
4: so smart.
1: Oh oh <laughs> oh, she's buttering me up here, Eric.
0: Call <laughs> <laughs> her. Oh, you're on the Kiva with Doctor Summers.
4: Hello, guys. Uh- um, I got a question, Dr. Summers. You might not know, really. Oh, but, that's uh, lovely. Thank I, you. <laughs> you seem like you know everything. Anyway, no, that's so, not
1: true. <laughs> I'm just...
4: not trying to stump you because I hope you can maybe help me out. I've had a knee replacement, and two and a half years uh, later, it got infected, and I'm taking an injectable um, a- antibiotic, you know, a pick line.
3: Mm-hmm. that goes
4: to my heart and a lot of people they really don't know is there supplements that i that i might be taking that interfere with the antibiotics
1: uh interfere or assist the antibiotics now the problem well, I, is... I
4: was hoping they would assist cuz i take like red bear I figured that would thin out the blood and and stuff like that and take taking baby aspirin still for the clot and and i thought that would assist it but because yeah. uh, they didn't want me to. They hardly wanted me to take anything. No fish oil. Okay. Well, no thank thank, oil, no thank you spermate. for your question.
1: Let me have a chance to answer here. Okay. okay. The knee infection. The problem is you have a foreign body in the knee, which is your knee replacement. And trying to clean up an infection with a foreign body somewhere in the in the body oftentimes requires taking that foreign body, that artificial knee, out and replacing it. So we're kind of in a Hail Mary circumstance, so I'm going to suggest something.
4: They already did that, Doc.
1: Okay. They
4: did that, uh, and I'm it's like still infected.
1: Weird. All right. Let me let me uh, try a Hail Mary here, which is there's a thing that uh, was invented back around 1812 by a Frenchman. Uh, I think it was Pierre Lugal. It's called Lugol's Solution. You uh, can buy a 2% uh, variant of it over the counter at a lot of health food stores. And uh, compounding pharmacies will make the 5% solution. I would suggest that you take the 5% solution and five to six drops a day in juice Carefully suck down with a straw to the back of the mouth because if you do in the front of the mouth, it'll stain the teeth and the juice disguises the taste a little bit. But uh, the Lugol solution is potassium iodine and the potassium iodine in your system will track down any rogue bad uh, bacteria or even viruses in many cases and club them over the head. So if you gave a two- or three-week course of that, it will augment any of the antibiotic that you're using and may actually help you solve the problem, sir. Thank you for your call.
4: I was also thinking about maybe uh, colloidal
1: silver. Colloidal silver will not be as as active as the uh, potassium iodine. Potassium iodine um, is what I would strongly recommend.
4: How do you spell that, L-U-G-A-L?
1: L-U-G-O-L. It's French. O-L,
4: L-U-G-O-L. Yeah, they always spell where things can I, where can weirdly. I get
1: that again? Uh, most health food stores will carry it in the 2% solution, but a compounding pharmacy like uh, Highland or, better yet, uh, Manol Pharmacy will carry the 5% solution. It's inexpensive and, take, and terribly and, effective. And
4: I can take that while I'm taking the antibiotics?
1: Uh, I would say there would be no problem with that. In fact, the right, thanks, iodine doctor. would augment whatever the antibiotic's doing.
4: Okay, thank you. I didn't stump you. I
1: knew it. I knew I wouldn't stump you. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eric sure <Pichur laughs> send, send him his check after the show. Right? Oh, yes, <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. All right. God okay, guys. Them. Thank you so much.
0: All right. One more caller, or you want to go over the sinusoidal No, let's effect? do it. Let's we have do about it. two more minutes.
1: Okay, let's let's try another call.
0: Let's caller, see. you are last caller of the day. You're on the Kiva with Dr. Summers. How may
1: we help you? Hello? Uh,
4: yes.
3: Hello. I
2: need a hip uh, replacement, and I was wondering, it's bone on bone, and I was wondering if these places like, I don't know if you've heard of QC Kinetics, it's, I think it's PRP therapy, and if... Something like that would could help.
1: I'm not familiar with QC kinetics. What do they say they do?
2: Well, they relieve all the
3: pain, and they can inject antibodies back in, and it will grow your own. It's from you, your own antibiotics,
2: antibiotics, and
1: uh, you would need the surgery. Yeah. Are they saying magic words like stem cells?
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's it.
1: Stem cell therapies have uh, been, quote, promising for the past 30 years. But the promises, uh, in my experience, uh, don't materialize very well. And in terms of uh, hip replacements, it is actually the modern day hip replacement is a fairly benign procedure. And the results are quite impressive, and people are back on their feet in a very short period of time. If you've got a skilled surgeon, and if this is really putting a crimp on your life, I would not resist the uh, hip replacement that much, ma'am.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Okay? Th- hey, you Thank don't you. you don't throw the baby out with the bath, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, traditional medicine, a lot of good things about it, and this is one of them.
2: Okay, thank you
1: Dr. Summers. Thank you for your call. We appreciate your listening.
0: All Bye. right, that's going to do it for another edition of Life Imagine with Dr. Summers. Next week will be Next week will be a pre-recorded show and we will welcome your calls 2 weeks from now. Thank you very much Dr. Summers for your information, your insight and your intelligence.
1: Thank you Eric, a good show. I hope we got some good information out thank there for you, you folks. Thank you, sir.
0: Him going? Oh, we just finished.